All right, man. Another episode of Money Mondays podcast. Y'all know who I am. I got a special guest with me. I've been knowing her. I don't even know how many years. This it's just been it's just been a, a long time. I'll say that. Uh, but I've watched her grow. She's just a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal woman. Phenomenal mother and a, a, a great business owner. So uh, this is Brandy. She is the CEO of Empowered Mamas. And we're going to get into that. We're going to get into just how she's doing this because she is crazy that I even got her on the way her schedule is. So <laughs> Brandy, how you doing today? I am good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Nah, I'm excited to have you, man. I mean, obviously, you know, we got kids that go to the same school. So we we see each other periodically and, you know, it's just always love. It's been all it's been love, you know, since we first met. So glad to have you. So first and foremost, um, how how is life during a pandemic with, you know, you, you have the business, you work full time. You also are a mother. Um, and has kids that are active, right? So it's different. It's different in this in this phase. So how how how's that been? Well, it slowed down a lot when COVID first hit. I was excited because my schedule was jam packed. I was like overwhelmed. I was dropping one kid off then to drop another kid off only to go back out and pick another kid up before the other kids like so it was my schedule was hectic um and so i'm not i'm not grateful that people were like dying or sick but i'm grateful for the slow motion because i really needed that year to like sit down somewhere um so now we're getting back in the swing of things of course sports has picked back up um but it's i'm managing i'm managing i work from home with all my jobs so i work full-time i do therapy on the side both of those are at home so i don't really have to leave my house except to take my kids to school get them off the bus um and then my doula work that i do um i usually meet people at like panera um or at their house wherever they're comfortable but um so that's as much as i get out the house you know so right. it has really slowed down but i'm i'm happy to have some sense of normalcy back because i did not like being stuck in the house, but I did not like being crazy busy either. So it's kind of a happy medium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I think we we both were in that same boat, especially last, like that. Fr- I mean, you think it was the first quarter of last year when it hit, but I mean, yeah. we were we were well off into the year though. Like it didn't hit in January; it hit in March. So right. it's uh, it, it, it's cool, but it's good to hear that you 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 hold it down. Um, yeah. So let's get into the the business portion, right? Like. Empower Mamas, what is that and, and and how did you come come about being into that, uh, mm-hmm. getting into that industry? So how did I get into this? So I started my dream job. Um, I worked for Cradle Cincinnati as a social worker and a lactation counselor. Um, and I got the job while I was pregnant. I think I was like six months pregnant. So they took a chance on me. <laughs> but uh, so I started the job pregnant and we work with pregnant moms and babies, um, mostly African-American. Um, and I started to see the health disparities in black women. So at our meetings, we were talking about the number of deaths, um, women dying, children dying, and the majority of them were black. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had my baby in September. I had him September 3rd. Um, and I was pregnant with two other people, two close friends, two very, very, very close friends. 
um, at the same time that I was pregnant with my son. And my baby is here, he is two, and their babies are not. Both of them lost their babies mm. um, on the same day too. So September 25th, like I, I mm. it was just, it was just crazy. It was tragic. It was traumatizing. Um, I had a lot of survivor's guilt because like my baby was here, you know, I had a lot of depression. You know, I didn't want to post my baby because I didn't want them to feel away. Yeah. You know, I just, it was hard for me to bond with him because I'm, I'm trying to be there for my friends. Um, it was like, you know, this could happen to me again if I had another kid, you know, how many other people is this happening to? So at that point it became personal. You know, you hear about stuff and it's sad, but when it hits close to home, it take another, you know, toll on you. And so um, I got into some therapy um, and I just was like, I have to make this a personal mission of mine to get into this work. Um, we are needed, representation is needed, diversity is needed in the healthcare field, in the um, birth setting. And so that's what brought me into it. I immediately start looking up how to be a doula um, because doulas uh, increase birth outcomes. Um, and I just was like, this cannot keep happening, especially not to people I love. Like the, the one person losing a baby is tragic. And hearing the numbers, like Hamilton County has the worst in like the United States. So little old Cincinnati, you know, has some of the worst birth outcomes in the whole United States. I just thought that that was nuts. And, um, for, and, and we have some of the top hospitals. So they say, right? So they say, wow. That, so they that's say. Yeah. So like Good Sam is like, they have like the level three NICU. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be like the coldest NICU out there. But a lot of people's babies die at Good Sam. A lot of women die at Good Sam or they die after they get home. So mm. that is really what brought me into the work. Having my baby um, really gave me some purpose. Um, and then, like I said, the tragedies of my close friends um, made me want to be a doula. Um, I also breastfed all four of my kids and there were some challenges with each one. You know, each baby is different. And so I became a lactation counselor. Mm. Um, because I'm like, if I'm struggling and this is baby number four, how many people are struggling on baby number one or two and don't have a black person to consult with because we know that, you know, we vibe better with our own people. Um, and so I remember being in a hospital asking for the lactation counselor and it was this white woman who was very aggressive and like trying to touch my boob and get the baby's mouth on the lat, and it was just too much. And I'm like, yeah. back up some, like walk me through it. Don't touch me because I got to know how to do this when I get home. So again, I'm like, how many other people are going through this? And you know, what can I do to help? And so that really? is really what brought me into the work. So my baby, yeah, he, he helped me find my purpose. Um, yeah, so that's how uh, Empower Mamas came about. That's good. So it, you, you, you touched on a lot of things there, right? And one of the, one of the main things that, you know, people talk about is, being comfortable around people, right? That relationship piece is big. It doesn't matter. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care how, I don't, I don't care about anything, but can I relate to you? Are you in, a, are you in it for the right reasons? And do you, are you listening to me? <laughs> right? Like, are you listening to me? And you know, with black women, especially, like you said, the numbers don't lie. Like that, that's, that, that's what it is. So I'm, I'm glad you're, you're in that field and, and helping people. Um, we're done having kids over here. So, so am I. Um, <laughs> but I know a lot of people that can, that, that can use that man, as they, you know, going to, going to that next, um, phase of, of their lives, man. So one question I have, and you know, we, we talked about it a little bit earlier 
is some people think, you know, again, that having a doula, you know, that's a, a, a lot of people always think of how much it's going to cost them financially. And I get, and for good reasons, but yeah. can you talk about just like, how do you approach people who you kind of can tell that they're on edge about the finances, but you know that number one, this is priceless, but then number two, there are methods to get this, you know, service without feeling like you gotta, um, you know, not, you know, sacrifice one thing or, or anything like that. So can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, doulas do cost, and right now we are not, um, insurance does not reimburse doulas. So right now we are not taking insurance. There has been legislation about it. So I think that in the next couple of years, we will be able to um, build insurance, but right now we don't. And so I know for me personally, I'm not, a, I'm not really in here to get rich um, because money does not equal somebody's life to me. And so if there is a person that I know is very invested in this, has done their research, knows what they want, knows why they want to do love, um, I'm willing to do pro bono services or barter. So maybe they make body butters. And so maybe she give me a couple body butters and I do her do, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm not, you know, if I would rather people ask than to look at my prices and say, well, I'm not going to say anything because there's always things to be worked out. Um, there are grants out there, you know, you can do GoFundMe's. I mean, we do it for everything else. So do right. a GoFundMe for your, you know, your birth, your labor or your postpartum. So um, I also can do like a sliding fee scale. You tell me how much you can afford, I'm probably going to go with it. Like, I would rather you have it than not have it because you can't afford it. Um, I haven't turned anybody away. Um, I also take payment plans. So most people pay me a deposit of like 150 to 200 and then they make payments throughout the whole pregnancy. Right. So that means once a month, you know, because you got nine months. So if you give me a hundred yeah. a month, you know, by the time you're eight months, nine months, you're pretty, you know, you're paid off. And so, um, like I said, I would rather you ask than to not have what you need because you were turned off by pricing. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I like that. I like, and, and again, I think that it, it's crazy. You, you, how you just broke that down. I have those same challenges with people doing financial coaching. They're like, man, it, you know, mm -hmm. I want to get it, but I can't. I'm like, let, let's, let's work, man. We ain't got time for. <laughs> yeah, and you don't <laughs> but, know if you don't ask, you know, yeah, like let's, let's sit down time. first. So yeah. I'm always trying to get people on the phone so we can, you know, really uncover those things and, and really get them to the forefront and then work on a solution, man. So no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Um, also with, with you, right. So one, get into like Brandy on a personal level, like what, what was your first aha moment when it came to like finance, like you understood like, yeah, financial education it actually is important like was it after the first kid was it like after college like when when did you have that I know when mine was <laughs> but yeah. when, when was yours oh I'm about to be real like uh transparent right now so <laughs> I went to college and I I don't know how I survived college I worked at Old Navy and I did work study like making eight dollars yeah. an hour, um, but I was a single mom. I lived away from my family. I went to school in Dayton, so it was it was rough. Mm -hmm. um, 
but I remember when I was about to, uh, so my last year, you could, I'm a social worker uh, by trade. So the last year of the social work program, you could enter this program where you work for children's services for free for a year, you do an internship mm -hmm. and they give you $10,000 once you accept the job at children's services. So you kind of get your, you get training for free yeah. um, and then you work for two years and they give you $10,000. So it was like an incentive to get people to work at children's services because it's stressful and nobody wants to work there. So that's why he did it. So me, I'm like, okay, this is a no brainer. Like I'm all, I was already doing my internship at children's services. So it was like, okay, all I got to do is get a job. I get this 10 bands. When I tell you I blew through that 10 bands, like, I don't know where it went. So <laughs> when I graduated, um, I moved back to Cincinnati, got my first apartment. So of course I furnished my whole apartment. Like I bought all the furniture, flat uh, yeah. screen TVs, pots, pet, like everything was new, right? Because I'm like, yeah. this is my first big girl job. It's my first real apartment where I'm not on subsidized housing. You know, I'm not on food stamps no more. Like I made it out, I made it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Baby, I do not know where that money went. Like I said, like I'm gonna put five thousand up and furnish my apartment with five thousand. I don't know where that money went. That money was yeah. gone. Yeah. I started the job in August. I probably got the check in like September. <laughs> I know I bought out on Christmas just because that was my baby's first real Christmas where I could really <laughs> buy stuff for him. So that is when it hit me like, oh no, you can't be doing this. <laughs> like you cannot. Be like you literally blew through ten thousand. Do you know what you could have did with that? And I don't know yeah. what I had to show for. Because my so, so, so for the people listening and watching, though, how old were you? I graduated in two thousand twelve, so I was twenty three. I, was I mean, tw twenty three year old Brandy. That's now. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean that that's that's just you know it it is what it is like. You know, I look at I look at all the money. I didn't. I mean, twenty one year old Lawrence was man something, but yeah. uh, and I was working at oh when I started working at the bank, you really could tell me nothing. I was, See, I was just being we be feeling ourselves and just I was acting crazy. Yeah, then, <laughs> then I got my tax. Like I just knew, like okay, I'm getting paid good money. Like I'm gonna put some. I don't know where that money went. I enjoyed myself. Absolutely. We got some good <laughs> memories. We, we we got some expensive memories. That's what I call it. We do. It, we got yeah. some expensive memories. So let's so now let's transition into now, right? So how important is money management for you with juggling full-time full-time work? You you got you you know you got your practice, you got doula, you got kids that are active. Like yeah. and you have your own personal goals, right? So with all of that, like how important is money management? Oh my God. It's like so important. It is so important. And I was not raised in a household where it was talked about. So like I remember like driving to different places and my mom would like go in and come back out and like we had some money. Um, but then we would have to go back every other week. And so, you know, as you get older, you're like, oh, we was going to check cash in places. So like she was going to get loans from different places. So basically she was robbing Peter to pay Paul. Of course, when you little, I'm just like, we going for a ride, we got to go eat, you know, but you know, as you get older, you're like, oh, them green places, that's what people are doing. Mm -hmm. um, and so I did that for a while, like when I was 18, but the interest and stuff, you can never get out of it. And so I remember being like, 
this is the I'm about to pay them and I'm never getting a loan again and I remember paying them back and I suffered for two weeks I just didn't have no money for two weeks like we ate whatever was in the kitchen and I just was like I will never do this again because you never get out of it Mm. um and so I never looked back after that day and I think I might have been like in my 20s but I never looked back after that day and I start taking um I took classes. I took um, home buyer, first time home buyer classes. And I had talked to a broker. I paid a broker to like talk to me about credit yep. and savings and stuff. And um, I just, I, I made payments because I couldn't afford him. And I was like, look, I just really want to get this information. It wasn't taught to me. I have a kid. And then I think by the end, I had three kids. And so I'm like, I don't, I want my kids when they're, when they leave my house to have something. I left 18 with nothing. Cause I was just thirsty to, you know, be on my own, be grown, yeah, yeah. but I want my kids to have something to yeah. leave my house with and good credit to start off with. And so I'm like, what, how can I break this generational curse? You know, because there's some people in my family that still live like that, you know, that are, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul and, you know, nails done, hair done, but you know, they scrounge on to play Duke or they call a community action to get their Duke paid, which mm-hmm. use your resources, but be responsible with your money. Cause I know for me, it just stresses me out. I can't right. not be responsible right. because I'm stressed. There are four people depending on me and mm-hmm. I just, it scares me. My mom only had me. So in her defense, it's just me and her. If something ain't pay, ain't gonna kill nobody. But I got four kids, you know? And so what am I teaching them? Mm. Um, and so I give myself a budget, you know, it's still a, a challenge for me because I feel like I make pretty good money. And so I'm like, Oh, treat yourself, you know, but I'd be like, Brandy. Okay. So I give myself a budget. Every time I get paid, I put 200 on a different card that doesn't have a bank to it. It's like a, a net, a chime card. I put yeah, 200 like on my chime card. card. Yeah. Yeah. So every check 200 goes on my chime card and that's all I spend for two weeks. Yeah. Um, the rest goes to my regular account and I pay my bills and then my doula money. I don't really touch. Good. So, you know, and my therapy money, that's you know shoe money take the kids to do something fun money and if i really want something i'll pick up a couple extra clients so it's i like that i have multiple streams of income but you know i try to make sure that i'm being smart because it's just me right now um i'm a new single mom so you know my income alone and four kids it you know it can it can get rough it has not by the grace of god but yes um i make sure i'm very disciplined absolutely man you you i mean you're just a phenomenal woman, man. And I, I just, uh, I appreciate you. And, you know, again, you know, you know, you know, you, my, my boy, man, I can't wait to get him in the gym this summer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, uh, I, I gotta, I gotta turn my keys in this week, but I'm gonna get them back. Oh. So they, they do that. That's just, you know, that's how I get paid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, how that, that's, that, that's one of the requirements to get my check at the end of the season, but I get it. I but, get uh, it. but now nah, we'll, we'll be in the gym, man. But no, that, I mean, what, what you're talking about, number one, you know, there's food at home. <laughs> you know, I've been, I've been McDonald's at home. Hey, look, yeah. I've been saying that a lot. And I've been having, you know, really, I say that a lot for myself. Like, so, you know, sometimes you be out here, you like, man, you know, even a Panera smoothie can add up, right? Like, cause I mean, yeah. they, them Panera smoothies good, but they expensive. They are expensive. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, things add up and I'm just like, you know what? Let me sit. Let, let me, you know, it's some food at the, in this house. Some like whether it's I'm going to have to sit down and make it real fast or, you know, I'm going to just have to, you know, cereal it up. Yeah. Like it's just going to have to yeah. happen. But, you know, yeah. and then you able to treat yourself later, you know, so right. it's all good, man. I, I, I love it. So I got a couple more questions for you. I'll let you okay. get out here, man. Um, So 
the first question is if you could start a business with five other people, this be anybody in the world, who would it be? Can they be dead? They could, dead or alive. Yep. Hmm. Five people to start a business with. Um, Tyler Perry. Okay. Oprah. Hmm. Ayama. Oh, that's a new one. Okay. Yeah. Um, who else? How many people is that? Three? That's three. Two more people. Master P. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Master sure, P. Hey, you show you showing our generation now. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a genius. He's he's a freaking genius. Um and TI. Okay. I can see that. That would be my that. team. Yeah. I like it. I like it. That's a good, that's a good star five to build with. I yeah. like it. They gonna get me right. <laughs> For sure. Especially Oprah. You know, she, oh, yeah. she, she we don't even talk about her enough. Like she she's still up there and it's just like, man, we, we talk about starting from the bottom, man. Right. Absolutely. All of them really. I mean, yeah, yeah, true. Literally, literally, all, all of them, man. So it's it's we we got it. Yeah. Last question. What advice would you give your 18-year-old self? Ooh. Ooh, Brandy. I would tell her to take your time. Mm. Um, do not rush to grow up. Um, live your life for you. You know, don't do what society says you should do. You know, do what your heart and your gut says. Um save your money. I would tell myself, save your money. Like, you know, even when you graduate, you have a graduation party. I went to college with a good amount of money for my graduation parties. Again, don't know where it went and was pregnant the next year and had to get on assistance. Like just the things that we, you know, living in the moment and not planning ahead. So definitely, you know, save money, be a planner, be an organizer. Um, But yeah, just slow down. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. That's good advice. That I think some adults need that info. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's good. But this was good, man. Again, you know, uh, you know my you you see what I got on investing black women. Yes, I had my shirt on the other you know, day. You know, that's this this is why I do what I do, man. You know, I don't I'm not I'm not doing this for any other reason, but I I but to edify you and again, you're doing things that you're, you, the way you're living life right now, a lot of people couldn't do. You know what I mean? The, the, the adversity you face mm-hmm. and, and how you just rise above it, man, is it's just it's it's great to see. And you Thank know, you. for me, I'm just I'm just a fan of of everything you do, and I'm also um, appreciative of just again, you're 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 just always so positive. Like no matter what, you just. <laughs> and you just continue to you continue to strive for excellence. You you instill that in the kids. You know when I'm around your son, he's just always so, you know, in in the zone of just I I, I just want to I just want to be my best self. Like okay. that's that's just his mindset. So I see yeah. it all the time. So I'm appreciative of you. Let people know how can they follow you? How can they how can they work with you? You know how can they support Brandy? Yes, Evers, all of that good stuff. So I am on Facebook at Brandy with an I, Dula Sherelle, C-H-E-R-E-L-L-E. Um, I also have a business page on Facebook, Empowered Mamas of Cincinnati, and it's M-A-M-A-S. 
Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm on Instagram under bombshell underscore B. And also my business Instagram is Empowered Mamas of Cincinnati. And it's all together. No dashes, slashes, underscores. Um, but yeah, on my business page, I like to post a lot about like mental health. Um, mm. I think that is highly stigmatized in the African-American community. And I want us to get what we need. Um, so I post a lot about that. I post a lot about pregnancy, you know, postpartum. And so people that even can't afford my services or are scared to reach out, I tell them, just follow me. I post free game all the time. Right. What you should be asking the doctor, what you should be concerned about, what should go in your registry, you know. I'm going to start blogging soon, too, about, you know, just pregnancy and birth and yoni scenes. And I'm getting into my holistic herbs and stuff like that. So just stay tuned. I got a lot of stuff um, that I'm looking forward to doing. Um, I'm on my spiritual journey. So I post a lot about spirituality and, you know, just healing. I'm just so, you know, I'm about healing. We need to heal ourselves. We have a lot of trauma. Um, and so follow my business page for that. If you're looking at my personal stuff, that's just ratchet me having fun laughing. <laughs> you know, that's just me kicking back. So you might be like, girl, she's a trip, but I'm all the things, you know, I'm right. spiritual. I'm a healer, but I like, I like to be ratchet and funny. You're an empowered mama. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. That's, that's so, what they represent. Like exactly. I ain't just one, I ain't just one dimensional out here. So at nah, all. that's what's up. So I'm gonna put everything in the show notes as well as the uh description in uh on YouTube, man. This was phenomenal, Brandy. Again, thanks for having it. me. You're welcome, man. Again, guys, follow her, um, support her. If you know somebody who is planning to have a baby, even if they aren't pregnant. Right. They still can go sit down and be counseled through Brandy. Like sometimes we have to like some people know they want to have kids. Why yes. not be pre as prepared as possible? Yes. As opposed to playing catch up. Like right. That's and that's important. I do a lot of fertility work too. So if you're trying to get pregnant and you're having issues. Let's do a consult. If you want to get pregnant, but you want to heal your body, get your womb prep. So I do a lot of preconception work mm. too. So it's not, you know, don't wait till you're pregnant, you know, right. you know, hit me up, hit me up, let's chat. So yeah, and I just want to thank you because you really give black women a platform. Um, you give us a voice, you know, a lot of places we are overshadowed or outspoken or, you know, not taken into consideration. And you really do give us a platform, your merchandise and you know, you're comfortable with sitting back and letting a black woman have her power and speak her word. And so I really appreciate you for that. We don't see that a lot. And so, you know, black men have privilege over, you know, black women. We're at the bottom. So I appreciate you for stepping back and giving us a voice and giving us a platform. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. I will have it no other way. My, my mama taught me right. So yes, she did. Yes, she did. <laughs> so y'all, man, it's been another episode of the Money Mondays podcast, man. Remember, Financial success that happens on purpose and success does not visit the lazy. God bless.